The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. A child can win a chance to go to Browntown. Now, the parents are in an uproar because of that ass. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins. Presented by Cinema Sins. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and this week I'm joined by fellow Baffle Gabbers Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. Ian Whittington. Not arrested. And Danae Hughes. Not fired. We write for Cinema Sins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. Waiting for the week where Danae has been fired and Ian has been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's statistically possible. <laughs> Probably in a related incident, yes. I'm guessing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it absolutely would be. Now, oh, let's, shit. let's explore what that is. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So, in a twist of events, I was the one driving. Um, Probably in the UK, because I switched sides. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A roundabout is definitely involved, because yeah, whether that's out. here or there, mm-hmm. one of us is really confused. Mm-hmm. And... You got pulled over by some really mean bobbies. But you thought they were fancy dress. <laughs> you didn't and, take them and, seriously. And Ian got arrested for uh, like beating them up. <laughs> or, uh, no, getting so mad at you, they arrested me to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Even though you broke the road law. Right. And so then I fire you yes. because of this situation. Turns out I'm also HR and that's probably backwards. And I mm-hmm. also fire myself. Nice. <laughs> In solidarity with your mm-hmm. fallen brethren. Amazing. Also, what's Bobby? Bobby on the beat. It's a police officer. It's a Bobby. I thought I thought you were learning your British slang, Danae. I, 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 I am. Okay. That one hasn't come up yet. This is part of my learning. <laughs> I have a question for Ian, though. Do they still not carry guns? Uh, only at airports yeah very very rare maybe at buckingham palace around london but yeah no as a robin williams had this old stand-up bit have you ever heard this where he's talking he's like in the 80s probably where he's talking about the fact that cops in england don't carry guns so he's like they're like stop or i will say stop again (laughs) (laughs) yep basically yeah there you go um yeah that was that was one of the big parts i was concerned about when you got pulled over was like if that would freak you out like Oh, These no, no, no. Guys walk up with, you know, carrying heat or whatever. He's like, they'll love my accent. It'll be fine. It is a concern, definitely. But many, many people have guns in this country. Yes. No, that's, I think you that's just true. Unfortunately, become a bit numb to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's head into the Sin Side Scoop. What's he building in there? Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story. We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general. We'll kick it off in commercial sins world. Uh, Jeremy Scott providing a <laughs> sins video for the QR code commercial that Coinbase uh, put out, I think for the Super Bowl, right? I, yes. I don't care. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of brilliant. I think it? it's kind of dumb. I- 
Wait, it's not dumb. Com- no, it's not it, dumb. It, it, it's like not it crashed dumb. their site. It worked so well. Yeah, like, you know, it's like, brilliant. But I'm, it, I, something arrogant about it as well. I yeah. don't know. No, I, hear I you. don't know. Oh, there's something off-putting about it for sure. I'm just old. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, it could be I old just, man yelling at cloud. A this little is bit. a crypto yes, thing, yes. though, right? Yeah. Isn't yes. It? See, yes. I don't. I just. I don't understand it. So I. I just. I it's have no opinion of it whatsoever. Well, and the other smart thing about it is the people who are early adopters who are going to want to invest in crypto or maybe already do and want a place to store it, they're going to be the exact same kind of people who are like, oh, cool, QR code. I know what to do with that. Oh, Let's of go. Course. You know, It's um, knowing your audience very well. Yeah. I, and I think that's why it annoyed me so much because I'm not the audience. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, old man yelling at QR code. Yes. Uh, you get, like, yes. Do you get mad at like tampon commercials then? Are you like, Wait, this isn't for me? God oh, damn it. I see your logic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you show this to. during my show? Yeah, I've got to double down on it now. Yes, yeah. There's no choice. I see I see a lot of I see a lot of commercials that aren't for me because like I used to watch like I'd watch like reruns of Columbo and Murder She Wrote and they were not like they were not at putting ads on there for me. They were putting ads <laughs> no, on there. no, no, no. People much older and yeah. typically female. So Yeah. Yeah. Which I felt a little offended. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm not the only 40 year old watching this. I probably am, but that's not there's the point. There's at least there's at least half a dozen of us. Hey, yeah. I got yeah. I got Chris on my Columbo side now. So one one Columbo's down. great. I, if I if I like had all the time in the world, I would definitely invest uh, some of it in watching uh, Columbo for there's sure. Not that many episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, all right, Danae, what are some of your thoughts on this uh, this video? Well, first, I thought that Ian was saying he didn't like our video. Not the commercial, <laughs> our video. I'm yeah. just really like, done with really? Cinema Sins now. I'm kind of hate this. <laughs> because I loved it so much. Because it's the perfect pairing of such a ridiculous commercial idea mm-hmm. with a ridiculous, just completely unexpected story. This is one one sin, one story, um, and you just need to go. You just need to go watch it to experience it if you haven't already. It's not my most favorite one because that can Uber Eats is my most favorite commercial sins of all time and now i have a standard like i have like that's the one which technically means i have a list guys <gasps> mm-hmm. whoa today is making favorite list are you gonna put this list in order nope. <laughs> she just did she just said did, Uber Eats is number one yeah, no, it only gets complicated when there's three yeah, yeah it's technically yeah that's that's the thing is my lists fall apart when we get to three so we'll <laughs> i hate this i'm leaving <laughs> I only know how to do better or worse. I don't know how to put actual three or more together in a list. Yeah, it it is hard for me to to to, to rank because then I'm like, well, they kind of all stain on their own. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I learned a lot because the uh, comments talked about how this crashed the site and everything like that. So it's just a really interesting, what an interesting concept to just. Mm-hmm. I think it's smart. I think it's a smart commercial, and I love the Sins video. Yeah. Uh, I did as well. Uh, it, I think I've heard this story before. This is a Jeremy Scott <laughs> story that I think he's told me before. And I just, my favorite part is the pickup line that he uses, which is so <laughs> terrible so in, a couple, in so many ways. Uh, which is, is there anyone in your life that might object to me, you giving me your number? It is so bad. Oh, it is so bad. Um, like, what a question. Yeah. And I can just see Jeremy just thinking that's so clever and so yeah. cute. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a different way of asking if you have a boyfriend or right. if you have a girlfriend <laughs> or right. whatever, if you're interested in dating. It's just a mm. unique thing that makes you right. stop and think, which I think is clever. 
But then it's also like all of a sudden I'm thinking of everyone in my life. It, it, it eliminates people that I'm interested in and it turns <laughs> it into everyone I've ever met. <laughs> right. <laughs> so oh, my God. There's more to think about. Like this guy that asked me the same question last week. Yes. I don't think he would be happy with you having my number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Danae would be like one of the worst people to ask that question to. I'm just now realizing like if All that the was best. you, it'd be, you'd, be like, you'd be like, oh, my God, why did you do this to me? Now I have to think. <laughs> okay. 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 Now I have to think. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just go through my contacts now. Turns out I haven't updated guy, my contacts the guy since 2005. Turns around, walks away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've calculated that there are about 37 people who might be upset that you asked me for. Uh, I for just sent out a mass text. Now some of these people I haven't talked to about 17 years, so yeah. we'll see what they have to there say. Was, mm-hmm. There was this guy yeah. on Twitter that said I was hot today. Maybe I don't know how to get in touch with him, but maybe he would be upset. I would rank yeah, them all, but yeah. I'm not interested. Uh, the other part, the other part that I had to mention were just the, the VHS videos he went home with. Yeah. They included <laughs> candy stripe nurses and Turner and Hooch together, yeah. which yeah. is just so great. Oh my goodness, so uh, much fun. Jonathan, what about you? What are some of your thoughts? I mean, I don't. I mean, I yeah, I don't know what else to say about it other than it was just really cool. I like when we do these different things. You know, it reminds me of like the uh, you know the music video sends where it's just you know the narrator screaming no. Mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah. whatever it was. Um, fuck. I mean, or, or, that's right. It was fuck. Yeah. yeah. I. I just. Uh, I like when we do things like this that are like still within our like makes sense within our narrative, but mm-hmm. it's also just just a little different. I also. I just like that. And towards the end, like the oh yeah, this is a Coinbase commercial or or some nonsense. Like <laughs> they're just now realizing <laughs> what they're supposed yeah. to be doing. Um, and then I loved the sentence audio. The what is it? What. <laughs> Yeah, which I don't know yeah. what that was from, but it was Turner and Hooch, wasn't it? Was it from Turner and Hooch? Oh, I don't know. It was perfect. Though. Oh, the 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 words were Turner and Hooch. No, it was something the sentence was Turner and Hooch. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. the audio yeah. was yeah. What is it? What? Yeah. Uh, Ian, what about you? That same thoughts. I was actually going to make the DJ Khaled video comparison as well. It's you've got to pick the right subject to do yeah. something off the wall like this with. It's just, it's mm-hmm. perfect. I love it. Yeah, and it is one of the benefits of doing these uh, shorter things like music videos mm-hmm. or commercials. Yeah. You can occasionally do that and get away with it. Honestly, the video is not that much shorter than no. a regular commercial sins video. Um, so it becomes a little more complicated with TV sins and cinema sins to do something like that. Mm. Because oh my then, God, can you imagine? Because then you do feel like you're stealing time from people. Like They, they, they come expecting a level of mm-hmm. investment critique. or critique yeah. or time or whatever. So you said the um, so. website crashed, though? On- yeah. Yeah, Coinbase. Yeah, it crashed the website for, for Coinbase. So, you know, and, and the fun thing about the uh, the comment section for this one is people being like, you know, I actually went and grabbed my phone and I ran back to the TV. I was chasing it around the monitor trying to get the <laughs> QR code. You I mean, then- that's... That's kind of yeah. cool, but it's also kind of like, man, they probably missed out on a lot of people checking that out. Like, you'd think they would have been better equipped, but I guess you just don't know. I mean, you, you just don't never, know. I mean, that's like, yeah, yeah you just you just don't know what's going to happen. And I think Aaron hit the nail on the head. The people that don't understand the QR codeness of it aren't the people investing in what they're advertising. Absolutely, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there is also just a real element that we need to remember for what we do. And anybody who is in the, uh, the area of entertaining people or trying to get people's attention, people love to figure it out themselves too. Like, and that's something we do in some sins too, where things are subtle or, you know, we mention something that not a lot of people may understand, but other people may look up. Like there's something really good about people figuring out, like, like feeling like Mm -hmm. they're the smart part of the equation. 
And it does that thing too, where it's like, we're not even going to tell you what to do with this thing because you know, you're going to, to figure it out and do it. So, yeah. Uh, all right, moving on to TV Sins, uh, Book of Boba Fett, still going through that. Uh, the It is still called the Book of Boba Fett, but we have taken a very clear turn back to the Mandalorian <laughs> with the return of the Mandalorian. This was a Cardoso Watkins uh, script, which will be a theme this week. Uh, so Daniel and Jonathan writing on this one. Um, Jonathan, start us off. Some of your thoughts on the season 2.5 episode one of the Mandalorian. <laughs> I like, I like how like for the last like three or four weeks, I was just going, we'll get to this eventually. We are here. We are here. Um, I don't get this. Like, I really, really don't get this. And I, I know that like, I remember when I first watched this, cause I saw it after you guys, cause I remember you guys talking about it, like, and you were kind of making jokes about, you know, if you want to call it Boba Fett, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And then I was like, and then I watched it. I'm like, oh, sure enough, like he's not in any of this. And he ins- he's not even in like what two thirds of the next episode. I'd yeah, think. he 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 does not show up in this episode. He is mentioned once at the end of this yes. episode, and then he is mostly not in the next. He's maybe in five ten percent of the next episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, like you guys were saying, like it's just it's just it's weird. And I saw a lot of people defending it, uh, like because there are people obviously complaining about it. Like, yes, this was a good episode, but it didn't have Boba Fett. And all the defenses I saw were like, well, this was a spinoff. So, of course, that, you know, that's why. But that still doesn't like there's no like spinoffs don't do this. So I don't <laughs> I, I I mean, maybe they do now. I mean, maybe we're just in a new era of television. But to me, it's just weird. But it's still a good episode. Um, as far as like the setting, I mean, we just uh, it was we like we were play we had a lot more sense about like just the fact that it was the Mandalorian and not Boba Fett. So we had to cut those down. But um it was interesting trying to find new ways to say it because I didn't think you could hit it enough, you know. So we still got to keep a few in uh, for that. The only other one I'll talk about, the medical insurance sin was really funny because Aaron Aaron reviewed this. Mm-hmm. And you asked me, I can't remember how you, you said, I just thought you didn't understand why we did the sin. And then so I said, well, because, you know, it's, you know, uh, we I just thought it'd be funny to compare the insurance Mm-hmm. To this, and then you were like, "No, I don't know what the donut hole is." And yeah, I, was like, never oh. heard, I had never heard of that before. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. Well, and I, well, and it's Medicare. It's a Medicare thing, right? Um, and so we obviously don't have Medicare. I just the only reason I knew about it was because I my my mother in law <laughs> complains about it because uh, I have I have two in laws. They're very healthy people, but they just they have you know you you get older, you need meds for various things. Yeah, and so I just I've heard it a lot in my life. So, but uh, yeah, it's no, it's a it's a it's a real thing. Uh, for people out there that don't know what it is, what I'm talking about, though, it's just that Medicare has this thing that once you reach your max for the year on prescriptions, you start owing more for a little period of time. And yeah. for whatever reason, people call that the donut hole. I, I honestly don't know why it's referred to as the donut hole. But yeah. uh, so that was just kind of funny because I misunderstood Aaron's question. He's like, no, I, <laughs> I, no, you I were don't like, know what you're talking about. No. Yeah. And you were like, we can cut it. I'm like, no, I don't want to. I wasn't trying to cut it. I just didn't understand it. I, oh, well, I it was very silly. I, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I thought you just thought it was silly and not, you know, no. didn't need to be on there. So, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, no, this was a fun one to send. The next one is is fun as well. I can't remember if I actually wrote on the next one, but I just remember just that'll be fun to talk about too. But uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. we'll get there eventually, as we <laughs> yeah. often say with these. Uh, what about you, Ian? Um, this is by far and away my favorite episode of the season. I agree. I it's, agree. It's just a weird time to premiere yeah. season three of The Mandalorian. <laughs> it's bizarre. 
everyone said it. All the jokes have been made. I don't know how this got off the drawing board. I don't know why this thematically makes sense. It feels lazy because it's like, we want a Mando-Boba team up in the finale. Good. So do I. Everyone does. But there's just, there's no, there's no finesse to it. It's just, screw it. We won't have Boba in this episode. Would you, you can get away with that when you've got your 2025 episode runs of a series. Not when it's nine episodes um what eight episodes long you can't seven. get away with that you seven episodes, you can't do that baffling to me absolutely baffling um so before i get any angrier we'll go into the sins i think you mean baffing by the Baff- way not do- baffling. Oh, man. <laughs> are we are we doing this now no 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 listen you know for all we'll the, get to it later. For, for all i give people about uh, referencing the outtakes for the episode i just referenced the uh the uh, something that will be in an actual episode two like yes. two weeks from now He's anyhow referenced a pickup yeah great um <laughs> this is incredible right uh, sorry, the armor is that friend that shows up after you've moved all the heavy pieces of furniture mm-hmm. i love that yeah um Though the lead-in was those born of Mandalore strayed away from the path. <laughs> this footage makes it look like they strayed from that, less like they strayed from that path, and more like it was obliterated by suborbital bombardment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. Um, me and Danae did a bit of BTS prep together and both paused the video and died slowly as yes. we laughed at that. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. And no one will be seated while Mando goes through a TSA checkpoint. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that come straight from Aaron. <laughs> that was Daniel. Yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just reviewed this, so. Oh, yeah. that's so great. Yeah, yeah, me and Daniel wrote it. Yeah, Aaron was oh, just sorry. the reviewer. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're fine. Brilliant. You're fine. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Danae, what about you? Well, I just want to say for the record that I thought that the uh, donut thing was referencing the thing that you sit on if you have hemorrhoids. So <laughs> nice, <laughs> still works. <laughs> I think Fair it still enough. works. Fair yeah, enough. it still works. Or if you break your tailbone. This is another yes. episode of Boba Fett that I did not watch, but I liked watching the fallout of the the um, episode because everybody was panicking and freaking out. So I didn't get the excitement of watching the saber thing happen or any of that, um, which is fine because I get to kind of experience it with watching the video which is always an interesting one um it was neat i liked seeing the saber come out that was pretty freaking cool outstanding you mean the night saber yeah wait what the night saber is that what it's called no we call it that i was just in the video we call it that was i forgot we went back and forth on that if we should call it the correct thing or not and then we just decided no it'll be funnier if we just don't call it missed that (laughs) whoops (laughs) it was very Um, trolly Anyone that likes the night saber, don't be attached to it. It doesn't come up again. <laughs> um, and then I just liked the the um, Ian mentioned many of the ones that I was liking as well. And then what should I forge for the foundling? Grogu asks the armor, and Arson is a better name. Mm-hmm. Loved that. <laughs> just, yeah, I, I want to say I, Grogu kind of has been growing on me as time has gone on, mm-hmm. but I do sure. love that we still send it. It's because we love Grogu so much. So mm-hmm. if that's if that's the little creature's name, then we're gonna start loving that name. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh I agree. This was a very funny video and agree with everything that's been said about what is going on here. <laughs> um I think the, my understanding, and they haven't come out and said this, but my understanding is that they really didn't even on set know that they weren't shooting Mandalorian. Like they <gasps> thought they oh, were shooting heck. stuff for the next season of Mandalorian. Oh, no. And that Disney uh, thought they could do it as a, that. This is what I've, this is, That's I've crazy. read a couple things on this. So huh. I like, 
that there there's this there's this idea that Book of Boba Fett is kind of manufactured to be kind of season two point five of the Mandalorian and just kind but of it's squeeze. Not that. <laughs> it's it's not. But 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 just think of all the work. Think of all the plot, and we will get to this. We will sin it. All that, all the plot work that they're doing in the Mandalorian TV show in this other show. Not just that these characters are here in this episode. Not just that these characters are making cameos or appearances. They're doing actual plot work of that show. Things that will not make sense when you watch season three of The Mandalorian, right. unless you've watched right. this. Yeah. So yeah, it's well, it's that wild. Could be, that could be part of it too. It's it, yeah, it's absolutely wild. Uh, as far as specific sins, most of the ones I had written down have been mentioned. Um, I did like the narrator's continued confusion as to why uh, they keep mentioning Rocky, uh, and, <laughs> uh, and and ending the one joke seems more likely than Boba Fett showing up. Uh, yeah. at this point, any of that slamming is going to be good for me. Also, we have to mention the elevator fart outtake. It is so That's so funny, perfect. <gasps> it works oh so well. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the way that that outtake is, and then the alien just sort of casually glances <laughs> over. <laughs> I forgot to look where Daniel got that from. I actually thought, like, I need to go look up where he got that from, but I forgot. Oh, it's so good. Beautiful. It's so very good. Very good. Uh, all right, let's move into Rick and Morty, <laughs> The Wedding Squanchers. Uh, this also a Cardoso Watkins script. Jonathan and Daniel writing on this one. Uh, this, I believe, finishes up season two for us. I think so. Uh, so we did it! We got through season two, and um, yeah, uh, start us off, Jonathan. What are some of your thoughts on this one? I don't. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a funny episode. I don't. I mean, I think we've talked about Rick and Morty ad nauseum on this show, so mm-hmm. I don't know if I can add more to that conversation. But no, this one's this was a really funny one. Um, as far as the video itself, uh, it was interesting to me after I thought after we did it. That FedEx and Amazon comparison to UPS, that story about leaving in the uh, driveway, into the mm-hmm. driveway or outside the fence, that was actually based on something that happened to Jeremy that mm-hmm. I just remembered. But then I was thinking about, but then Aaron's talking. I don't know. It was just kind of funny because it's like we have a narrator talking about, even though the narrators are not the same as the people that are, right? you know, but it was just kind of one of those moments where I'm like, that's funny. I've got Aaron telling a a Jeremy story. <laughs> um, yep. And then I'm, I don't know if someone out there has done this. If they have, I'm really curious how many sex tapes our narrator has. At this point <laughs> so fucking as many. made. I mean, there's two in this episode alone. <laughs> Listen, the narrator has made zero sex tapes. That's the joke. Yeah. The joke is that the narrator is trying, trying to pretend oh. like that. He knows what sex is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he's always oh. questioning. He's like, "It's a terrible sex tape." Like yeah. he doesn't like, get it. Does that does that work? Yeah. <laughs> is that what happens? I've I've read these completely differently, but <laughs> <laughs> which is okay. You get what you get out of it. But that's uh, right. Anyways, yeah, no, it was. I mean, it was fun to write. I love writing with Daniel. Uh, he's he's always a blast to write with. So uh, you know, this this turned out well. This had the the back to back sex tape jokes right yes, where the second yeah. one was like sequel to the title of my sex tape something about humans about now i'm gonna involve humans or yes, something like yeah that. <laughs> yeah okay fine uh <laughs> yeah i i love sitting rick and morty uh i think there are multiple reasons for that number one the show is so funny it's so meta itself it does all kind of the same things that we do so because of that the audience is like there's the huge crossover mm-hmm. of our audiences it is clearly the most successful thing we ever sent on the channel um and and we really enjoy it 
we covered a lot in this. Um, the uh, I did want to mention some of my favorites. Uh, the, the, I just have to start off with the first sin because it's it's so fun and it's about the absorption rate of cereal and oh, depending on which cereals you're you're using. Uh, and then it finishes with you're going to want to let that thing soak for five days minimum in a mixture of equal parts vinegar and dish soap. <laughs> after which you which you toss it in the trash and figure out what you're doing with your life. Uh, that made me uh, laugh. Also, the phrase "big old Ted Lasso biscuits" uh, in that uh, one made me laugh. Did any of you eat the old big biscuit shredded wheat? Not at all. My think dad so. did. I definitely ate that growing up. My dad did for sure. Like those shredded wheat pillows. Oh, do you, you know? mean like yeah. circular ones almost? Or I like feel like I've had no. like, They look like pillows. They're just like, like long yeah. and yeah. shredded. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You put some milk on them. Yeah. You microwave mm-hmm. them yes. for like two minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. oh, a little bit of sugar. No. A little yeah. bit of sugar. No. Yeah. Love it. Why yeah, would totally. you microwave it? To make it warm. Yes. And a little <laughs> bit softer. And yeah. so, yeah. No, yeah. It breaks it down. That's absolutely. Great amount of fiber. Yeah. Don't listen. <laughs> It'll sort your exhaust vent out <laughs> straight away. Uh, same. Did the same thing with rice growing up quite a bit. A little bit of milk, a little bit of sugar, put it in the microwave. Oh, that's delicious. gross. Delicious. Oh, delicious. Um... <laughs> Anyhow, uh, we're not doing microwave sins right now. <laughs> we're doing Rick and Morty sins. Uh, we already covered this, Morty. Say you don't watch TV sins without saying you don't watch TV sins. Uh, I just thought that was a really smart way to keep a sin in that they send themselves later. Yeah. Because you know, this always happens with Rick and Morty because they are so meta and aware of, of this stuff. So, yeah, I had a fun time with it. Today, what about you? Rick and Morty. That's all. Fair enough. Um <laughs> I liked the Squanchers uh, sin. Thought that was a needed one. I loved how it appeared in the comment section as well. There's a really nice series of Squancher mm-hmm. commentary mm-hmm. Um, yeah. on this one. I I wrote them down for the comment section today, but there's so many. Uh, I would just recommend if you guys haven't checked out the comment section for this particular one. There's some fun squanching mm-hmm. happening. Ew. I liked the sin. The catering space van has super convenient worm based countermeasures <laughs> i like the word countermeasures a lot uh-huh. um and i thought that was clever and then uh the first of all light year is a measure of distance that whole kind of sin that then devolves into what we haven't watched from the academy award rewatch mm-hmm. i thought that was clever as well but you know three cheers for us for getting through another season of rick and morty um, did. i know yeah. there's there's more to go but they are so tricky like, this is just a tricky thing to sin, and I think it sounds really good. Yeah, I think we've already sinned two episodes of season three, so I think we've got about eight or so left to sin there. But then season four is when we actually started sinning. The second half of season four was when we started insta-sinning Rick and Morty. Mm. And so we've got that second half of five episodes already done. So it would just be the the first five of that, and then we're all caught up. So mm-hmm. um, exciting times, exciting times. Uh, all right, let's move into Cinema Sins. We will kick it off with Encanto, uh, Cardoso Whittington script. Ian and Daniel writing on this one. Very much a Daniel week. Uh, yeah. This week writing on Come a lot on, of stuff. Daniel. Get it. Um, so, yeah, start us off, Ian. Some thoughts on Encanto. Yeah, I really like this movie. Well, actually, no, I hated it to begin with, but I really liked it after watching it. When, uh, did, you, when did you hate, hate it? Was, hate was a strong word. I didn't hate it. I fell asleep when I watched it. Because I was very tired and mm-hmm. it was in the theatre. So I didn't give it a fair chance. And then when I came to watch it again, 
I got to the point where I fell asleep and realised it was only about 15 minutes into the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just you being tired. (laughs) I woke up for the finale and watched the last 10 minutes and I was like, none of this movie makes any sense. Hmm. I don't know what Disney is playing at. Tell me you didn't watch the middle of Encanto without telling me you didn't watch the middle of Encanto. (laughs) Exactly. So um, having watched the movie back to back was outstanding. Yeah, no, I really like it. This has got great themes, great messages about how strength comes from lots of different places and um, being a normie is absolutely fine as well. Yeah. Um, the, the, <laughs> I remember Aaron reviewing this script and just like, you're going quite hard on Abuela and how horrible a person she is. And me and Daniel uh-huh. are just like, yeah, we are. <laughs> She's a terrible grandmother. What? She's mean. She is, but I think what I was going hard on was the fact that the movie knows this. Like, the, yes, this is what correct. the movie is doing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we we had lots, and there are lots of deleted scenes right. about that Abuela. and about yeah, yeah how yeah. terrible she is and how horrible they all are to Mirabelle. And, yes. Um, I don't know why Mirabelle wants to be in this family, but um, yeah, Pixar's always fun. Pixar, damn it, damn it, <laughs> I did it, <laughs> I did it. I'm leaving that in. Well, it, it brings up a good behind-the-scenes story, which is what we do here, which is the fact that you genuinely cannot shake yep. the fact that you think this is a Pixar I can't, movie. I yeah. can't get it out because of my brain. Because there were sins. There were several sins in the script mm-hmm. that were like Pixar-based sins. I ended up just doing a find is, and replace for Pixar and then replacing <laughs> it with Disney. Which is interesting because it, like, it doesn't feel like a Pixar movie to me. Like, I don't maybe know that's just because I had, know it's Disney. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for me, it just had that kookiness and quirkiness to it that made it feel... Maybe it's because... This and Turning Red came out at a similar... Well, it feels like they've come out mm-hmm. at a similar time and they yeah. they kind of hit on some similar themes. I don't know. I guess to me it felt more like Tangled or Moana or something like so that. There, that's why. No, I never got that it's vibe. Not, it's not uh, always um, going to work this way, but Pixar has never done a musical. So, oh, interesting. Uh, Coco is the closest, Yeah, but yeah. all the stuff in Coco is part of the actual... Got it. What do they call it? Diegetic? Is that what it's they call it? It's actually in Sounds the film. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. People aren't breaking character Correct. in the fourth wall. Yeah. But Disney movies are often musicals. You know, Frozen, yes. Moana, Correct. you know, so that is a distinction that mm-hmm. doesn't always work but that, sometimes that makes sense yeah um i just my favorite run of sins was accusing the kid of being a psychopath because he was <laughs> drinking coffee outdoors he was like swinging the mug around and he just seemed sketchy as all hell to me uh-huh yes <laughs> i agree with you 100 percent. uh jonathan why don't you go next yeah i mean i i i like this movie um i've seen it a couple times my daughter has now watched this movie i don't even know how many times i mean she really loves it um mm-hmm. So I've seen it a couple times and I've seen I've seen bits and pieces of it a lot because I'll be like she'll be at the kitchen table listening to music and stuff like that while I'm making dinner. So uh, it's good. It's good. Um, I don't know where I'd put it like in the in the Disney uh, Pantheon, but it's a it's a very good movie. Uh, As far as the sins, I thought the video was hilarious. Um, This small village somehow is a thriving accordion industry. I thought it was (laughs) funny. And then I was going to mention the one where the sin where it actually says, oh, that's right. This isn't Pixar. It's Disney. I should have known by the fact that it's released in theaters and was marketed well. <laughs> that may have happened to have been an Aaron Dicer adjustment. <laughs> I think, yeah, no. I, well, Aaron made a Not comment that I'm bitter or anything. on no, Twitter. I think somebody asked you about seeing Red if it was showing in theaters in California. And I remember you made a comment along these lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, they, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I know what you mean, but I also kind of, 
I don't think Turning Red wasn't marketed well. I mean, I think they marketed no. the hell out of Turning Red. No, I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. I'm just I'm slamming them for some of the Luca stuff and no, I know and that I know. kind of thing. So yeah, uh, but it, but but I think I feel like you should have the option to see it in a theater. I don't know why that matters to them because they do that with other it's stuff. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It, it's they really make those weird. Decisions. Uh, yeah. And then uh, she heard her fucking eye twitching. I just thought that was. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How would you sleep? <laughs> the abuela thing is interesting yeah. though because I I know sometimes when I'm watching that when we're going hard on a character I always have to sit there and think like well isn't this a point because that's a, that's a hard thing when you're writing even though you don't like the character yeah. if the movie doesn't want you to like the character then that kind of mm-hmm. you know counteracts the the sinning but uh, yeah it can be tricky but it's still hard not to do it sometimes. in general we will often <clears throat> we will often then play it as is the movie doing this too much like is yeah yeah, yeah. If yeah the movie exactly. is going too hard on it how how is the redemption going to work mm-hmm. like we'll sin like is this now a redeemable character uh-huh more than we will this person's a jerk well yeah we the movies you know saying that absolutely kind of yeah so yeah um uh danae i think did not watch this because she didn't want to be it. yeah she didn't want to be spoiled on it hasn't seen it yet um and is planning on watching it at some point so i will go next uh, I have to give a huge shout out to Doctor Who Little. Uh, that is such that is so perfect for that character that has a room that's bigger on the inside that's full of animals. I, like that was just sheer genius. Um, I loved that so much. All the others uh, that I had have been mentioned, other than the one that talks about the film veering so close to horror that it, I'm thinking the editors must have made a version where Mirabelle is the only one really alive and all the rest of the family are ghosts keeping her here and tormenting her. And then the sin being for, I haven't seen that version yet. I love that kind of stuff that puts you in this alternate universe where yeah. Disney has made a horror film uh, based on this. Um, Heck yeah, really they have. Really fun. Uh, all right, let's move into Surf's Up. This was Cardoso Dicer, so Daniel and I writing on this one. This takes place in the aquatic world, uh, which means there are triggers for Danae, and so she has not watched this one at, uh, either. So I will start with you, Ian. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I should start with me. That's how we do this, uh, <laughs> since I wrote on it. It's your show. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's right. Yes, Ian, start us up now. <laughs> Uh, the main sin with this for me, as we were sending this, first of all, I remember this movie. I remember thinking it was clever, interesting. I I liked how they kind of did the documentary format. I like Shia LaBeouf. I know that's a complicated opinion. Like, uh, as far as like, there are people who hate him and his acting or whatever. I think he's really charismatic. I think he's, uh, obviously made some interesting choices. Mm. Um, but I think he's perfect in this role, uh, for this character. Um, but the main issue with this movie is just the documentary problem. When you make something a documentary, you open yourself up to all sorts of weird logical inconsistencies. Um, the, where are the cameras? Why is the documentary crew shooting from out here in the ocean and also on the beach and also a different place in the ocean? You know, like that kind of thing. Where is the documentary camera in this shot that you should see in this shot? You know, like all that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> also, the order of shooting. Like, why are they here now? And how did they get this response to a question that they don't even know they'll need until later? Like, all that kind of stuff uh, comes up. It's basically all the problems you get with found footage where it's like Mm -hmm. having to justify all the cameras. And then with the additional problems of intentional footage where it's like, you did this on purpose. But how? Yeah, you know, kind of. Where stuff. is the camera person? Um, I also loved in this one throwing in a couple of really, really subtle references. Uh, one to the Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, oh my goodness! Pen wings uh, video, and uh, love, love to see the love for that in the comments is from the people that got that. Oh, um, 
And then uh, there's a Starship Troopers uh, reference in here um, that I loved throwing in that's very subtle about when they're showering and uh, the directors getting naked so that they would feel more comfortable yes. during the shower scene yeah. was a, is a rumor about Starship Troopers co-ed mm-hmm. uh, shower scene. So, uh, so yeah, I enjoyed throwing that kind of stuff in as well. Now, Ian, uh, what, are some of your, what are some of your thoughts um, about Surf's Up? Potato, tomato, uh, penguin, penguin, <laughs> I, penguin. I died because yeah. you just immediately, if you know the interview, you just go back to it and just mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch's innocence. Yeah. Uh, Penwing. <laughs> and he just says it that way during the whole document, and they leave it in. It's amazing. It's amazing. So great. It's it's so great. So great. Yeah. Um, so Surf's Up, I, I judged unfairly, but possibly fairly, because it is in the batch of films that I have watched in parts maybe a hundred times because it was on repeat when I worked at Toys R Us. Oh, wow. So we what an interesting way to experience a movie. Many movies. You were it like was my Paul first... Rudd in a forty-year-old virgin with that Michael yes. that Michael yes. McDonald <laughs> concert. <laughs> it's so it's such a bad way to experience movies. So I'm trying to think of what um, Wally was another one that I have experienced in that way, but has survived. Um, most of the Narnia films. So my my tenure from in Toys R Us was 2007 to. 2013, something like that. So any films, especially kids' films that came out during that time, they had them on all of the monitors everywhere to to advertise it and to plug it. So yeah, I despise this film because there are certain... And you walk past it and it's always the same scene playing. It's never a different part of the film. It's the same bit over and over again, statistically unlikely as that is. So yeah, but... Having having watched the Sins video, I still don't like it. <laughs> I think if this had been assigned to me, I'd have been like the first one where I said no. <laughs> just to, I can't do this. Wow, I can't. I can't wait for one of us just to be like, nope, sorry, nope. Chris, not nope, not re- not doing that one. Not, not gonna happen. That. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I did like the defending Happy Feet because Happy Feet is the better version of this movie in almost every way. Um, well, it, it literally is a purposeful Happy Feet slam. Like it is, it, yeah, yeah, it is. It absolutely clear. is. Um, choosing Shiverpool over Ice Castle upon Brine was that you, sir? No, that was Daniel. Because that's some like that's some that's knowledge. good stuff right there. That's yeah. some UK yeah. knowledge. I yeah. love it. Um, why? And just the whole metaness of how animals are treated in this universe was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like we're friends with chickens. We eat chickens. Uh-huh. The vegetables in the sea talk. Like what fresh hell have we created yeah. here? Yeah. So no, you don't. You guys did a great job. Yeah, I did feel bad, and I didn't see anybody in the comments reference it, but since I wrote this, I have solidified my understanding of the word sentience a little Mm -hmm. bit better. I was under the impression for a long time, I just used it to mean self-aware. But sentience doesn't mean self-aware, it just means can feel things. It basically means alive. Yes. So all animals are sentient, but I've never thought of it that way. I should have used the word self-aware, and going forward, I will. I, I will know, know that, that. Know that distinction. I've been using it incorrectly too. Yeah, it's just one of those things that you know, you just you learn, and then you you kind of change how you talk. But um, but yeah. yeah. So I should have used self-aware rather than sentience. But I'm glad the points came oh, through it anyway. Still gets that. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? I've never seen this movie. Um, it looked fun. Uh, I I've heard like positive things about it in the past. Oh man, there's people love this movie. Yeah. yeah. I mm-hmm. just. I mean. When it came out, when did it come out? I don't know. I don't think I don't think my daughter was born yet. I think it was prior to 2011. But if it wasn't, she was really young. 
Um, but um, we've just never watched it, so I've just I've never seen it. But um, I, it looked interesting. Although I'm not a huge Happy Feet fan, so if you're saying it's not as good as Happy Feet, maybe I don't want to watch it. <laughs> uh, I I like the the Sen uh, calling documentaries reality films. I thought that was really funny. Um, this is what happens when you don't pony up for Morgan Freeman people. I thought that was really <laughs> uh, the whole thing about just complain the narrator complaining about them blurring. Uh, the otters, like genitals mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it was, the, but the penguins were all naked, which is uh-huh. totally fair. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, penguins are always naked, right? I mean, they're mm-hmm. never like, yeah. Even though it yeah. looks like they're wearing a tuxedo, that's not really a tuxedo. <laughs> well, and the, Wait, and the kick, the kicker for that one is then later sitting the fact that they don't blur it. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, which I mean, I know they're just making a joke, anyways. But of it, course, it, of it's course, still, it's still funny. Uh, the the cock a doo and the tale of jungle stereotypes i just really enjoyed that uh, <laughs> nice or whatever that was it was funny yeah so yeah yeah good stuff yeah had a lot of fun with this one uh all right that'll wrap it up for inside scoop let's move into the comments section I, what you're I appreciate your honesty you're a real straight shooter you are the ones who are the ball lickers we're each going to pick a comment from the last week's content uh, from the various places that you reach out. Discord, YouTube, Reddit, etc. Um, today, since we haven't heard from you in a second, uh, what is your comment section? Um, I went to the YouTube for BTS last week and there was a comment from Mark who said, oh, nice. who was talking about um, the same thing we talked about earlier, that the Fennec cybernetic repair happens mm-hmm. in season two, episode six. So thank you, Mark, for helping us find the exact location for anyone that was interested. And then, of course, I mentioned the Squanchers, which um, started with somebody. I think their username was actually paid to see this. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. The Tammy reveal was pretty squanch breaking. Honestly, I know we only squanched her twice before this, but she was a relatively well squanched character that I started to squanch for. (laughs) That's really funny. And then there's several comments underneath. Um all using squanch obviously and that was my favorite one this week beautiful uh jonathan why don't you go next i had a couple for mandalorian i mean that was not on purpose that was <laughs> no. oh it's amazing oh, i even great. wrote book of boba fett on my sheet and i still said the mandalorian <laughs> mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so one commenter prickly poo said i'm kind of surprised there was no sin for a bounty hunter obtaining a ship with only one seat and zero cargo space even if he's decided to make the head in a sack thing a regular occurrence where is he snoring <laughs> them that is morbid as hell but that is very fair i have no idea very true mm-hmm. yeah. uh yeah, and patrick mccormick said as a person in the super minority of medicare advantage professionals i thank the staff for its part d coverage gap reference <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> that's amazing i don't love it i do people love that have thoughts about the donut hole man yeah it's, yeah it's, ask my great. mother-in-law if you ever meet her she'll tell you all about it yeah daniel craig especially has some really good thoughts on the donut <laughs> what an odd thing like to meet your family member and to not be like so like what's it like you know being around jonathan be like tell me about your donut hole thoughts <laughs> she'd be more than happy to give you all of her opinion. just launch into it good old, good old marie uh joanna jackson uh this was on the surfs up video wanted to help us out with some extra sins and i just i bring this to you guys because i don't know if i'm getting trolled or not <laughs> uh, right like good, good and that's okay it's that either way segment. it's okay am i being trolled <laughs> it's either yeah. way it's okay but the sins that she i'm not going to list them all but she lists a bunch of possible sins 
in one of them, uh, so she says, Chicken Joe saying he's from Lake Michigan. Michigan is in Indiana, two whole states away from Wisconsin. What? <laughs> like, I don't know. Michigan is in Indiana. Now, even if you mean Lake Michigan yeah. is in okay. Indiana, two uh-huh. whole states away from Wisconsin. Uh-huh. First of all, fine, but Lake Michigan is bordered by Wisconsin, Multiple. Michigan, Illinois, and Indiana. Because it's a so, big one, okay? Because it's a very big lake. So two whole states away from Wisconsin, by the way, is also only like 60 miles. Indi- you can get to Wisconsin in about 60 miles from Indiana. So I'm just, I'm trying to think like. There the is a Michigan city kind of- in Indiana. There I is? Should, yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Some people are just really confident to leave comments on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do, do you think this is a joke or do you think this I person I, I don't get really it. thinks Lake Michigan is only in Indiana? <laughs> Did you mean light years when you said miles? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I really don't know, man. I, I, I think I feel like words are left out in that comment. I feel like and they just didn't go back in and put them. Yeah, something. Um, but yeah, I was trying to figure that one, uh, figure that one out. But uh, but thank you, Joanna, uh, for, for making you, me think. Joanna. For making me <laughs> for think that, about think. Lake Michigan uh, and where it actually is. That's great. Uh, Ian, what about you? Um, so I've got one from Matt Hacker the, on the Bobby Buffett video that just made me laugh. This episode was my second favorite only because the sixth one had Ahsoka R2, Luke, Grogu, Campaign, <laughs> and the Marshal. But mainly Ahsoka because she's my favorite character from Grogu R2 because they're always adorable. Just like, no mention of Boba Fett because there's two episodes where he's not mentioned. It just You can't sum up Boba Fett any better than that comment. Uh, yeah. It's beautiful. Great. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Uh, all right, let's move into nitpicking the nitpickers and the nitpickers. But we wouldn't want to nitpick, right, Danny? Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more. Um, actually... Oops. What do you mean, oops? Missed it by that much. Am I just going to nitpick everyone until they leave me? Ian takes a look at some um actuallys from the comments, and we decide together if the commenter was green, yellow, or red. Yes, and we are actually going to go person to person and vote. Mm. Um, and just to clear it up one. for the audience, yes, uh, a red rating. For the uh, audience. <laughs> yeah, okay. A, a red rating means we believe uh, that the commenter is uh, not correct in taking us to task. Correct. A green rating means the commenter is correct. They should have taken yes. us to task. And a yellow rating uh, means eh, it's kind of both. There's a little bit from column A and column A. I'm so. sure that is perfectly clear. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so from Boba. Barbaran? What are we singing? Barbaran now? Yeah, from Boba. Boba, Boba, You've seen him for bringing a Darksaber to a gunfight and mm-hmm. it working, and then cut out the part where he literally slices his leg, mm-hmm. and then there's all the bits later when he continues to struggle with it, as if that's the point. Now, loads of people commented that yes. we've seen him for using the Darksaber and then. Don't acknowledge that he fails. I believe the sin is a non-Jedi brings a saber to a gunfight and this works. I think yes. that's the, the, the sin. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we're talking about this and one. And then visually it's showing him not so doing well. I wrote that. Well, it shows, so, yeah. yeah, and it not working. Yes, I, yeah. I don't think that nullifies the sin though because he does still hold everybody off with it. I, I don't think him cutting himself changes the fact okay. that he still wins the battle. So Jonathan's going with a red. Uh, Danae, what about you? I mean, maybe a yellowish red, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Orange. <laughs> you should go to a doctor if it's yellowish red. <laughs> yes, you should. I think the person who wrote this is kind of saying 
you are showing him failing, but you're not showing him succeeding too. So I would go maybe yellow. Yellow. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go yellow, but I lean towards red as well. I think that this works is fair because it doesn't work. Like, you know, like it shouldn't work, I mean. Mm-hmm. So, and it, and it actually does work. He does win the fight. Like, the works, if the works is in reference to the actual fight, I think the sin actually does make sense. Um, and, and we did think about this when we were mm-hmm. reviewing it, too. And I think that's why Which we decided Which is shocking to... because we don't usually we think don't. about <laughs> anything like, we do. Just put the donut hole in. It's fine. It's <laughs> funny right. either way. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> it's, um, it, I think it's a red for me as well because us saying this works is almost like solidified by the fact that he then struggles to use it later. Right. So it's yeah. even more this worked because it should... Why it is he work. proficient yeah. with it now yeah. and not later? Yeah, the leg wound almost backs up our point uh, yeah. in some ways. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. really shouldn't have worked in this instance, even yeah. though later on it doesn't work. We we could have been clearer about the leg wound thing. Like, we could have thrown that in if we wanted to, but, um, yeah. but no, I think, I think red <laughs> is fine. Yeah. So this is, I don't know that we're going to get to any solution on this one. I've just got Ooh, one okay. more. All right. And it's the light years thing from Rick and Morty. We are back <laughs> Thank God, to... I thought it was going to be something I wrote again. Like, I we, are, <laughs> we are back to the Parsecs discussion. I'll, I'll pull out one comment that sums up many, many, many comments. Whilst light years measure distance, they are the distance light travels in a year. As TV broadcasts are radio waves which travel at light speed in space, or at least near light speed, the distance would be the time it takes for the broadcast to reach them. So they're not wrong when they say they are behind the broadcast by X amount of light years. I, I still don't know whether this works. So the idea I'll start. is... You, yeah, you go I'll ahead. start. I, for me, it's as simple as replacing light years with miles. And it, does that it make isn't. sense? Yeah. And they're, it's, they're saying it's not as clear as that. It's not as it's clear It's not as cut. simple as that? I guess you said... Everybody agrees it's a form of distance, right? It is, yeah. It is absolutely miles a Miles is of also distance. a form of distance. But so. miles doesn't specify time, and light years does. I don't know. We kind of interchange it for when we travel. Like I, I could say like I'm an hour away from such and such's house, or I'm sixty miles away from such and such's mm-hmm. house. Yeah, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Star Trek says they're like we're you know like Voyager was seventy thousand light years from home, which translated mm-hmm. to it would take them what seventy years to get home. So I, I which also I mean, doesn't make sense. I just don't think. I just don't think miles makes sense in that sentence. And if it's not that simple, then maybe I'm missing something. But I. I think the sin. I think the sin is fine. I, I, I go too. with red on this one. I can't grab onto it enough because I. I feel like I just don't have an understanding of light speed enough <laughs> to come down on it one way or another. But we're and, not talking about light speed. We're talking about light years. Yeah, and my whole point of bringing up the Voyager thing is because I feel like they're saying distance. Correct, because yes. it is distance. Light years should be a measure of distance. So could you say they are? No, you couldn't. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's it, it the yeah. very least it's confusing, you know, yeah, to definitely. use light years there. Why I wouldn't think. you use the actual amount of measurement? Danae, yeah. do you have an opinion on light years? Listen, if we're this confused, cut it. They're green. <laughs> I'm not yeah, I'm, like, I'm not smart enough to argue against it, so green. Good. I don't know what color that ends up being. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you had two reds and a green, so you know. Probably, right. probably red. Yellow. <laughs> Great. Yellow. All these will always be yellow. Nice. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move into a our final segment, another new segment we're trying out this week. We call it Deconstruction. Tell me a story. Everyone stop construction. Something sinister won't build itself. What, you make it up as you go along? The Simpsons make it up as they go along, and they're as happy as a ribbon in a Bible. That doesn't make any sense. 
Danae predicts what a movie is about based on its title, tagline, and bits of information she's given by the rest of the crew. Let me try to explain this, and then we'll try to do it. Uh, So basically, how this is going to work is I'm going to name a movie title that I'm pretty sure Danae has never seen or has a lot of context for. This is the tricky part, you know. Because even when Danae hasn't seen something, she will maybe remember bits and pieces of stuff, but not usually. So I will name a movie title. Danae will then start telling us what this movie is about based on the title alone. Then Okay, okay. And then and then see Aaron has an idea. I'm just gonna go ahead and change it. Sure. Um and then does everybody have a chance to give me another clue to try yes. to get me back on track? So then what will happen is oh, when shit. Danae feels like it's time that she wants a little bit more information, she would can either ask for a piece of information like tagline, which probably should be the first one. So the first thing you'll ask for is the tagline. And then you'll get to choose between plot keyword, piece of trivia, a quote from the movie, or a B-team team-up where you can ask Jonathan and Ian uh, or or Ian to give you a piece of information about this uh, movie. So is my or goal... ask them a direct question. You can also ask them a direct question about this. Yes. Is my is my goal to actually get to like the final scene and be able to like predict what happened, or is this just like a gen- general? I think this is just general fun. I think this is okay. just yeah. general fun, we and then at say... the end we will tell you what it's really about, and we'll see how. Okay. Yeah. You should yeah. say yeah. Hey, how if you haven't seen the movie that Aaron mentions, it probably will get spoiled. So. <laughs> right, that's true. That's true. Yes, yes. yes. Spoilers. Okay. Okay. Now tell tell me my tell me my categories again. You've done this now four times for me, yes. but I've never written no, no, it down. No, no, you're fine. Uh, tagline, plot keyword, piece of trivia, okay, movie okay, quote. Okay. Oh, okay. Or okay. B team team up, and you can ask uh-huh, a direct question uh-huh. or get a a hint from uh, Ian. So you have the tagline and everything, Aaron. I have all that pulled up okay. from IMDb. Yes. Cool. Yes. All right. So today. <laughs> oh God. Please tell us, (laughs) please tell us, if you would, what the movie Reservoir Dogs is about. This is a movie about a gang of people. They're like mobsters, and one of them slices an ear off. It's super violent. (laughs) Dang it, you've Um, seen It's really alarming. Oh, no. Um, There's this, there's, 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 there's chaos, and there's no dogs. Which is Today, good, because when you great. mix violence with chaos. <laughs> yes, Aaron? What's great is I haven't seen this movie. Ian, tell us what the movie is. E-Construction. E-Construction. This is going off great. <laughs> well, the, the best part of, of this is when we prepped for this. It's so <laughs> like, great. Everyone was like, well, what if Danae actually saw it? And <laughs> I've seen Reservoir <laughs> Dogs. This is going to be... No, no, no. I haven't. I haven't okay. seen this right, movie. Right, right. It's just one that's been explained to me before because I was hanging out with a group of friends. They're like, you've got to watch this movie. And I said, well, tell me about it. And they started to describe it to me. I was like, I don't want to see this movie. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> so I actually don't know anything about their relationships or what the goal is or if it's just like a takeover thing. So I know those things happen in the movie, that there's mm. a mob and that there's violence and that there's this epic scene where someone gets their ear sliced off. But I don't know about the motivations of the characters or anything. So we can still maybe try to see if I can piece it together. No, but with- I, I, I feel like Aaron was hoping you would head towards all dogs go to heaven or like a some <laughs> kind of animated yeah, yeah. film and yeah. then drop mm-hmm. you with, no, it's a mob film. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, right. Aaron. No, you're fine. I have a backup. I have a backup <laughs> oh, plan. Um, okay, okay, okay. So, you, but I do need a second to get there. So, because I I have all my IMDb tabs for Reservoir Dogs <laughs> up here that I don't need anymore. Oh, no. uh, so give me just that was a bold one because that's a big film. You like, knew, that's, you knew I, about that's that's the year thing. Sure like it's old enough and yeah. in a genre that she doesn't care about at mm-hmm. all. Like Quentin Tarantino movies in Danae are not like you know yeah. synonymous. No, totally. So totally. This Ian, is going to happen. Did you know though. about the ear? Yeah. Uh, I do now. <laughs> oh, you didn't? I was just I curious if you did. I didn't <laughs> no. know. Is yeah. is Tarantino is Tarantino huge? Like, is he as big in in your parts? Of course he is. Absolutely. Okay. I, I didn't He's know. absolutely in massive. your parts. Is my Quentin parts? Tarantino as big a, in your parts? In England, it's an honest question. Like, I have no. I'm just. I mean, are no, there no, honestly, like Tarantino's huge? He's just not. It, Reservoir Dogs just isn't one that I've watched. Just haven't got around to it. Who were the uh, um, Who were the actors in that uh, one? Tim Roth, uh, Harvey Keitel, um, Quentin Tarantino's in it. Uh, it's been a Wait, long time. Is that the one with Mr. Green and Mr. Yes, they're all colors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Colors. colors. Mr. Pink. That's the one that I was thinking of. I have uh, seen who, this movie. What was the name of the person? You have. <laughs> Which is a the color? By the way, the names are a reference to one of the greatest movies of all time, the original Taking of Pelham One Two Three. Because oh. yeah. that's what the that's what the people taking over the subway. Oh, I don't right. know if they yeah, do that in is. a remake, but in the original, they in the Denzel themselves. remake. I love that. Remake. All right, since we spent a lot of time, and this was fun already. I, oh, this this is I believe this is fun. Anyways, that we oh, kind of yeah, went no, through that. Fun. I'm I'm we're going to do a simplified version of one that nobody has seen. Um, I, Ian has heard of this movie <laughs> because I I pitched to him that this might be fun to do this where none of us have seen the movie yeah. and just hear. And I still have a tagline I can give you. Yeah. Um, is this I a movie st- that's yet to come out then? Uh, it is a movie that comes to digital platforms on March 22nd. It'll be out <laughs> in four days. Uh, it is not coming to theaters. Um, but I, I have been, uh, it's it's one of those emails I get where, hey, we've got a screener. Why don't you review this oh, movie or whatever? Oh, interesting concept. Okay, so, so we don't, we can't confirm have you seen a lot it? of what I'll say. I, can, I, know, I know what the movie is about. And have I will read you the description of this movie. I have not, none of us have seen this. No, okay, I must okay. have seen this. Let's movie. do it. All right. You don't know so. my means. I might have seen it. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe you have seen this. Uh, Danae, the movie that you're going to tell us what it is about is called Brown Town. Oh, dear. No, Brown Town is this. the name of okay. the movie. So tell us what okay. this movie is about. A Crayola uh, children's movie. Um, this begins in a box of crayons. The box is represents like the world the crayons live inside nice. of. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Um, and Crayola decided to release a really interesting series, much like an eyeshadow palette will release like a nude version. They did like different colors and mm-hmm. and that's the premise of the movie. Uh-huh. It's trying to shine light that all colors are valuable. Nice. And all shades are valuable. Sounds like a Pixar film. I yeah, it really does. It's yeah, very that's Pixar. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Animated? They, is it animated? It's animated. Okay. With a shocking twist halfway through, where we switch over to puppetry. Oh, nice. Sesame Street style. Oh, nice. I like mm-hmm. it. Uh, are you ready for the tagline for the movie Brown Town? Yes. Where? Right. What is this movie? Is it brown like the color? Yes. I can't even get it to come word. up on IMDb. I know, yeah. I know. Uh, Brown Town with a, yeah, I think an exclamation point. Uh, yeah, in, because it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Brown is exciting. Um, the the tagline for Brown Town is a film about betting your ass. Okay, so that's the interesting twist <laughs> is that 
fuck is Crayola decided to try to get a little risky with the titling of their mm-hmm. colors as they do. You know, like there's always salmon color and then they kind of like a creative. Um, there was a couple of crayons that were just like that sweet ass. That was one of them. Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Yeah. Don't, the don't. scent of poo was another oh. that one uh-huh. and so these crayons have to team up and like defend that even though they were titled something that makes people feel a certain kind of way they still had value and that when used in proper ways for coloring purposes only that uh they mattered <laughs> i am being uh corrected by the chat and uh and they are correct the full title of the movie Someone in the chat knows is this movie. Apparently, though. the full title of the movie is Win a Trip to Brown Town. Uh, is actually, really? yeah, yeah, is actually yeah. the full full title of the movie. Because the idea is that Crayola <laughs> has this very specific technology where they can take a human being uh-huh. and, and transport them into the world of Crayola. So a child can win a ta- chance to go to Brown Town. Now, the parents are in an uproar because of that ass. Um, mm-hmm. There's yeah. actually, <laughs> yeah. There's there's actually like a second release because uh, remember this is a whole palette. There's like a lot of different shades of brown here, and one of them was called that sweet sweet ass, and that one had <laughs> sparkles in it. So anyway, th- there's a child uh-huh. that wins this trip to turn into a tiny person and go into the brown town, and it's just this uproar and. <clears throat> It's amazing. More information, uh, please. I'd like to. What was the tagline you said? Uh, A film about betting your ass. Because Uh, the tagline on IMDb is "Family Dreams." Yes, I was. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. That's the other tagline. (laughs) See the other the the other tagline. Well, not that. This the other tagline I have. So here's a second tagline for you, Danae. Family dreams, (laughs) one cheeky bet. Yeah. Yeah. They're all just betting that their kid's the one that's going to get to go See? to the Brown Town. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect yeah. movie. Kids get to There's go to Brown also, Town. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, my God. We have, the, the, we have toilet smear Crayola crayon color. Uh-huh. We have so many different things, you know, to, to go and discover. I will tell you the O in the word Brown Town is specifically shaped. What is it shaped like, Danae? A sphincter, <laughs> which is also one of the colors of the crayons. Yep. Um, pink sphincter. It's a little pink. It's kind of like a pinky brown color. Mm. Yeah. Appropriate. Right. Uh, very well done. Uh, I think I would rather see Danae's movie. Uh, here is the actual description of the movie Win a Trip to Brown Town. Frank Sigis is a middle-aged family man and struggling novelist who can only see his life's shortcomings. On their 21st anniversary, his soft-spoken wife, Laura, surprises him with an offer. If he can lose 50 pounds in three months, she will give him a unique sexual adventure. As he struggles to lose the weight, Frank learns that the paths chosen in life's journey are more important than its final destination. That is when a trip to Browntown. If you're calling that sexual destination Browntown, though, I don't (laughs) care if I lose the weight. Because that's completely like, I'm good. (laughs) So his incentive is anal? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's what it sounds like. This is the like. movie. That's the premise of the movie. Yep. You got it. You figured wow. it out. You get butt fun. Cool. I probably yeah. won't Whoa. watch that unless somebody... And the, nope. uh, the it's poster the funniest movie ever. is just the, a woman facing the other way with yep. brown handprints on her butt, um, which is that supposed to be poo? Is that? I what? mean, it it's, doesn't have to like that. I'm odd, shocked you cause... haven't watched this. I need you to watch your screener, Aaron, <laughs> and I need you to report back to us. 
Danae, this is at the end of the day, this is what you get for having seen Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Uh, so this, <laughs> <Learn that laughs> so you're welcome. Know. You're welcome. Well, there you go. Wow. Uh, that is deconstruction. Uh, next time, you know what? I may actually just ask you, Danae. Here's the title. Have you seen this movie? Yes. And that way we <laughs> that way all the prep doesn't uh doesn't uh seem yeah, to Yeah, but be I could still get it wrong. You know, I still might have like a That's yeah, true. Yeah, we can just keep going even cuz I, I didn't say a lot. But I was like Reservoir Dogs it. and you're like here are all the specific yes. things in this movie. <laughs> but I didn't know the plot. What there's yeah, but there's true. not there's it's it's a very like it's low budget, so there's not yeah, a I was lot. Yeah, so you kind of did know the plot. There's yeah. not a lot mm-hmm. of sets and I mean it's just a couple locations. Oh, okay. And that ear thing is a is a big part of it so yeah yeah totally we used an outtake uh, from that a lot if you ever hear the outtake where it's like you're gonna be fine be okay. that's from yeah you're yeah, gonna be okay yeah you're yeah, gonna that's be from okay the car ride. yeah totally well there you go that's gonna do it for behind the sins this week behind the sins this oh, week goodness. don't forget to make sure you're subscribed to go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well if you've got anything you want to send us uh, if you've got anything you want to, yeah, you want to send us. That's right. If you've got anything you want to send us, mail it to P.O. Box 881 Republic, Missouri 65738. Feel free to hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. He's at Wits End. She is at Danae Says. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins and Whittington, Danae Hughes, a microwaved pillow of shredded wheat, and myself, we will see you next week. Happy National Cheesesteak Day. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com and be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts. You all right? You got it all set there? I think so. I've never seen someone so gingerly place their microphone before. Have you ever sat in a room with Danae when you try to adjust a microphone? <laughs> yes is the answer. Have you ever been beaten to death by Danae as you try to adjust a microphone? <laughs> um, I suppose I should join the link. I suppose you should. Have you bothered to send it this week? Yes, you did. Have you bothered to send it? How dare you? <laughs> what is your name? Mm, your name oh. is... Done it. Done it. I yeah. like it. I like it. But don't you usually put an Ian in there? Done it, Ian? Ian done it? Don't Ian? <laughs> done Ian it? Do not Ian? Why, yes, I'm late to the recording of BTS because I was watching hair tutorial videos on YouTube. Let's go! Okay. All right. Oh, I'm not I muted. I hear an echo. Yeah, yeah he's not can. muted. That's me. Yeah, I heard my squeal. Yeah, it was unpleasant, <laughs> wasn't it? No, it was great. Yeah. It's how I communicate with the whales, Ian. You communicate with them from the future? Mm-hmm. Well, remember, I'm, I live in multiple timelines at once, remember? In the future, Conan? In the year 2000. I love it when Danae gets a reference. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> Great opening lines are hard. Uh, like Jaws is a really, I can't remember what Jaws is, though, but that's a real, I know that's one that people quote a lot, the opening line of the book. Uh, line of it's Jaws. It's like the, the creature... The yeah. great fish moves silently through the night water, propelled by short sweeps of its yeah. crescent tail. Oh, nice. Fuck that noise. I should not <laughs> yeah. have goddamn read that. What no, the fuck am not. I doing right now? <laughs> God damn Danae, it. Danae is literally, Danae is literally googling. Hey, Jesus. What does Jaws book say? <laughs> I introduced Ian.
to March Madness yesterday. Same thing. Yeah, trying to explain that to me. He was just entrenched in basketball. Now he's a huge basketball fan. You know, I remember Budapest very differently. It's really, it's really neat to me that he was just like, yeah, I love basketball now, and just solidified our friendship in a really powerful way. My first thought was, how does this squeaking of shoes not? irritate the what's it's out of you like it's just the <laughs> entire used, match you, just, you get used to it i'm not i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie i love that noise you i'm sure you, you do because you play crazy person no i i like it is nostalgia like you put it in my veins like That's i played basketball so for yeah. So long, like that was the noise of joy a for me. Game happening. Yeah. yeah, that's that's crazy. Basketball players, you will sometimes hear not much anymore. It's a really old word, but some of the older like announcers will call basketball players cagers. Um, and this is because when basketball started, they literally they. That's fine. You can sleep. Some people will find it interesting, Ian, but feel free to <laughs> diminish it. When they when they started when they started basketball. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm I don't know this, so I'm curious. <laughs> you, you, and you, and plenty of other people, just not two of the people who are in this call. Uh, I'll tell you later, Jonathan. I was trying to look up that Bjork song that uses the squeaky shoes as part of her music. <laughs> no, oh, it yeah. does not happen. Yeah. No, it really does. She oh, she no. has this uh, movie called Dancer in the Dark, which is one of yeah. like the most which disturbing things. It was it's a love hate relationship. <laughs> It's the most recommendation situation I've ever had. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but when you we had that recommendation segment, and you were like, you you said out of like all the movies you could have said, like that would have been maybe like one thousand on my guest <laughs> list. When it was playing on the television, I just happened to like come across it, and so of course I was kind of like, oh my god, Bjork's here, and she's singing these really interesting songs, and the idea is that she's slowly going blind. And so, and and she hears music around her. (laughs) (laughs) That was epic. (laughs) Lars von Trier, man, that's a that's a director. I don't I don't tend to go for. Uh, Breaking the Waves is really good. That's about the only one I can. But I couldn't get through Dogville. I didn't even try that sex one. Uh, The the two parter. Dominaniac. (laughs) Dominaniac. Domin- no, what was that called? Domin- Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. Uh, um, he just likes to watch me try to <laughs> no, no, no. pull for Nymph- it. Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac. Yeah. Not dom- dominaniac. Or necrophiliac. None That's of the that. one. Kirsten Dunst. Wow. That was amazing, Jonathan. <laughs> that was so more good. Of that. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what that voice is. I don't, it's your voice <laughs> doing <laughs> something <laughs> amazing. That's... You don't, did you not realize it was you making making those sounds? <laughs> kind of did some noodling on the deconstruction category. Uh, I think Danae will be in charge of asking for like information. Information, and so you'll be able to say, sure. "I would like a tagline, a plot keyword, a piece of trivia, a quote from the movie, or a B team team up." Um, can where you can ask like, Ian can I say or like, does it have a banana in it? What about like cooking? Can I yes, ask that, a random that would question? Be, that would be a B team team up where oh, you would pick so either. We, is the Ian movie going to be a surprise? Are we not supposed to know beforehand? Um, let's let's hold it. Yeah, let's make it a, a surprise. Okay, that's fine. I'm with me. pretty sure you've both seen it. So, and I'm also pretty sure Danae has not. That's gonna really suck if Danae has seen it. <laughs> She's like, you have a backup. It's my favorite movie. <laughs> Go with the wing. It'll be interesting <laughs> if they haven't and they guess it too, right? Did you pick Dancer in the Dark? Yeah, right. The one. <laughs> Nymphomaniac okay. Part Two. 
Yeah, we popped in uh, as we usually do about half an hour before the show starts, um, and no one was leaving comments in the audience. And we're like, usually there's a few comments here because you know people are here early or whatever. And then we were like, did we not post it? There was literally, <laughs> literally like five minutes where I'm just like checking all the posts yeah. and making sure I had the link up and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, then we had to we had to talk Aaron down. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you not be here an hour early, chat? Come on, guys. Come on. Where's your commitment? <laughs> what is, yeah. What are we and doing also, here? your value and worth is not based on whether or not there's an audience, you know? We would be mm. doing this no matter mm. what. If there's mm. no it's one debatable. here. And in the business, we call that argumentative. Mm. Uh, I worry so. for the day that Aaron realizes that because he may just stop everything. That's <laughs> right. If I'm not trying to increase my value by how many people are paying attention to my opinions. Uh, JCD says, I see Aaron the Critic, Dicer, Danae the Distracted Hughes, Jonathan, Eddie Watts, Watkins. I forgot about Eddie Watts. That's amazing. Uh, and Ian, Need for Speed, Whittington. Uh, mm-hmm. so, yes. It's me. Glad we all have our nicknames. Man. It's like, honestly, like if I'd have turned to you, having seen the police car and said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to blow past them as fast as I can and we're going to get away with it. You would have been like, please don't do that. <laughs> I just realized, though, that week that you told that story, we, we covered the Fast and the Furious. We did. Suppository. <laughs> I just now thought, because I thought that's why he said Need yeah. for Speed, which he still might have been referencing that, because we talked about that movie, because that's why we... Yeah, it's weird. I, we that, don't have to go over the suppository again. Listen to the last episode if you want to know what I'm talking about. It's weird that um, they did my biography years before mm-hmm. the key event in yeah. my life happened. Yes, that is always strange. Yeah, yeah you're such a dom. Yeah. So. That was, and I'm a sub. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> By the way, Dom, just is, like me. Dom and Sub are both Fast and Furious references. There's a sub. There's a big sub in in the finale of was that oh was that seven God. or eight? Fate. That was eight. Fate of the Furious. Yeah, that was eight. As in eight a subway sub. or a sandwich? As in a submarine. As oh, in the sub- vehicle. Right. Got it. I'm amazed that we all made it out of the outtakes. To be honest, there was some. Multiple levels of tension between us all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've been arguing. Mm-hmm. That book is so good. Uh, all right. Uh, the book that uh, Jonathan is referencing is The Corners Waste High by Jeremy Scott. <laughs> I I don't know whether Someone that Someone on a podcast I was listening to the other day did a visual <laughs> joke, and I'm like, oh my God, that's what it's like working with me on a podcast. <laughs> that's true. I hear like this slam noise, and I look over, and she's taken the book, and she's shoved it down on the desk and she goes no (laughs) she looks over at me and she goes oh my god oh my fucking god no and she stands up her hands are in her hair she starts pacing around she gets to the door she does like a little twirl she comes back she sits down she takes the book and she slowly picks it up she opens it slowly again and she slams it she was like no and she puts it down (laughs) and she goes started going fuck fuck oh my god oh fuck Oh my god, I think <gasps> Oh That's my amazing. fucking god. And she picks it back up and she's like, "No, no, 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 no." Fuck. Oh. <laughs> it was incredible. I was like I was over here typing in real time what she was doing. She's standing up. She's twirling around cuz I was sending it to Jeremy cuz I wanted him to have the experience of like someone basically I was like live tweeting her experience. It was so incredible. That's amazing. He was so happy because of her reaction. She was flipped the fuck out, which is great. And then after she read a little while longer, she just sits back and she's like, "That was twisted." Mhm. This is good. Nice. <laughs> um anybody who wants I, I I'm going to give one away to somebody in chat today so nice. um you can go on to discord 
and message me directly. And at the end of the show today, I will do a random drawing on a website. Like I'll put your names in a random one and then I'll send it to one person because I have a, I'll send this copy, this exact copy right here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Put it on the dog. Spill coffee on it. Let the dogs lick it. Yeah, let, let the, the dogs, dogs lick, lick it. it. I'll put it with the puppies. Yeah, I'm going to let yes. it sit with the dogs. Let them express their anal glands on it. Oh, Dyson. Oh <laughs> sorry. Dyson, no. <laughs> it's off. Okay, We've canceled we're not it. leaving it with the dogs. I'm sorry. All right, I'm going to get us into this inside scoop. Give you a nice little edit point. Oh, no. We're not in, we're not in the outtakes anymore. No. Well, oh. we were there for a second. <laughs> yes, we were. Kirsten uh, done. Well, let's head into oh the inside scoop. <laughs> That's you've got a clean one there oh, for me. Yeah, so I, you're I've good. got Wait, it's fine. You're I good. thought we were in the pre-show. No, no so did we I. are I in the show. People. He's done the intro we are in the freaking show. <laughs> I don't know how to do I this. I didn't hear it. Oh what my you god! You said hear it. You, you said, said you had been fired. You were arrested and fired. I remember that now. <laughs> Thankfully, Ian, you do have a, Good, a transition no, from me in there um, already. Whatever. No, it's okay. It's okay. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 